Hello and welcome to the Good Boys Gone Bland Haunted Holiday Hotel. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 4, Episode 9, Bloody New Year. I'm your co-host, Denali, version 2.0, now with better self-control and a sense of place in the world. Oh, uh, I'm your co-host, Brian. Uh, I guess I guess I wasn't, uh, I didn't know there were updates, uh, so yeah, yeah. I'm still back, Whatever. In, I guess I'm mm-hmm. one. 1.0 yeah okay so i was thinking like a reinvention of you for the for the new year well um i yeah i guess i'll put a i'll put an order in now um, were you guys updated when you had those tubes up your butt because i haven't gotten that so i'm still at zero. <laughs> see apparently not because i've had the tube as well well you see i was just thinking that with the new year um you know we set our resolutions last episode and we can we can kind of talk about our 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 you know our goals in addition to the resolutions like who we want to be for the for the new year i mean we're entering in gbgb's uh year three because we already had a new year's episode so that, you know that was year one and then year two was 2021 yeah i, I get how years work yeah so th- so we got to think about now um, who we are as as hosts we've we've spent you know all these episodes uh you, you know just developing our characters are there are there resolu- new new paths to to carve maybe we characters? can give each other yeah i mean are, are, have can you guys we... been doing bits here this entire time because i'm uh i'm honestly really like this well, you know, I, I kind of I kind of do that personality where it's like kind of like hyper neurotic uh, person who kind of dominates the conversation. But really, I'm kind of a chill guy in real life. So do you guys do you guys have any uh, any resolutions for each other? I figured it'd be fun to do resolutions for other people. Like maybe we can have a like an anonymous app where we can uh, pitch resolutions for others. Oh, OK. That's I was going to say, idea. you don't want a resolution from me right now. I don't feel good and it's going to get mean really fast. OK, I, that's, that's what I mean, though. Like, it's, let's do anonymous resolutions uh, for each other. So I'm just going to oh, type so in this you, space. You're going to. So wait, so hold on. it's like so you're going to tell like us for a your resolution. Friend. Yeah, yeah. You, and we have to guess who it's for. Yeah. So before I didn't I didn't tell you guys, but before this episode, I had you text me resolutions and I'm just going to read them off and, and it's going to either be from me or from the other one of you guys. OK, so so here we go, guys. So, Ryan, uh, the resolution from a random person, random person. I'm just going to read this. I haven't read this yet. Um, just be less of an, an annoying person in general. That's that's kind of me. I'm just going to next one. I'm going to do the next one. Um, Jace, uh, give Denali more money for no strings attached. That's another weird one. I don't okay. even know who that Ryan. Come, come on, guys. You guys aren't even you guys aren't even trying with these suggestions. OK, OK, I'm going to read one for me. Let's see here. Me down here. Um, Denali, no notes. No notes. <laughs> You must have nailed that one so great (laughs) uh yeah so so no notes uh from from me but uh do you guys do you guys have any um any ideas for like a like an anonymous resolution app like you know have it for for other people like maybe people can post their own profile and people can submit resolutions for them 
So it's Yelp. Yeah. It's personal Yelp. It's and it's, it's, it's kind of personal Yelp. We're approaching kind of like a social credit idea, which mm. we need to be very careful with. Well, it's like once a year, once a year resolution app. Oh, the oh. app is locked like the rest of the time. That's yeah. actually kind of clever because people like exclusivity. Exactly. Right? Like, and then you can't review bomb really if it's like 364 days a year. You can't. Do, and who's going to be mad that long? Yeah, maybe it opens up for a period like in early December or something, and you see whether or not people have completed their resolutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that cycles into the next season. Ooh, and you then, get to vote on whether or not you think they completed their resolutions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a voting system. And then people have to put down a certain, like, a security deposit. And yes. then if they don't meet it with the votes, um, they, they just we get, get withdrawn from their account. We get their money, right? Yeah, That's exactly. We get their money. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so let's say 99% of people don't hit the resolution, say, you know what it is, like, get in shape or, like, stop smoking or something. Um, we would just get their money. That seems... Okay, could there be great. a possible lucrative opportunity for us? Even more so, I'm going to say, first off, this is going to make us rich. Yeah, yeah uh, of course. Uh, in any world where it's successful. But what if we go around and purposefully ruin people's uh, resolutions? Oh. Or you at least pay somebody a small portion of it to ruin somebody they know's uh, resolution. So now, okay. so first you have to so, figure it out who it is. You know, our strength is really coming up with an app idea and then the exact opposite <laughs> of the app idea. <laughs> we form rackets so fast where this app comes in existence and we're already making an app that will... <laughs> ensure people don't meet the resolutions on our initial app right that's what the thing is is so we're double dipping I'm people like, are paying yeah. us to ruin Both their sides. resolutions till yeah. we get paid again <laughs> Jesus i'm down with that one that's pretty good so so let's say um they're they're at one of those work things you know you know how like at work they're like they do every year where they like try to lose the most weight it's it's kind of it's kind of weird right it's kind of kind of yeah, fucked so up talking about, yeah. um so let's say you have a coworker, you know, who's going to beat you. You would just, um, you know, you, you can be like one of those mozzarella cheese sample guys who just kind of follows them around to kind of make sure they don't beat you. This could pair well with our um, like Argonauts and uh, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> our infiltration apps where like so we had these for the people who haven't been watching since the Ben Affleck season. Right. Which is some of you. Yeah. We have this idea for an app that gets people in and out of situations, right? Where, like, if you're in a situation you don't want to be in, mm -hmm. there's one portion of the app that, like, you can have somebody come in and, uh, like, make up an emergency for you. Or, like, act like they recognize you and you can get out of the conversation that you're in. But there's also right. an infiltrate part of the app where people can, when they get plus ones to events, mm -hmm. people can sell those on a marketplace. Right. Yeah, well, cousin Debbie's idea. Thanksgiving, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, or like a corporate happy hour. Uh huh. Oh yeah. If you know a really sick like Thanksgiving dinner to go to, and you don't want to be in yours, like if your Thanksgiving dinner is not that good, but your friend's is like way better, you can use both apps. Yeah. Yes. Exfiltrate, oh man. Yeah. yeah. This could be used in that. Like, hey, my friend has this resolution. Uh, I really do not want her to make it. I, I really don't. Well, okay. Listen. <laughs> okay, this is getting into the realm of ruining people's lives. So let me let me save this a little bit. Let me save this with an app that helps people get their resolutions. Ah, boo. Okay. Well, hang on, Ryan. Hang on. Let me hear me out. So, so let's say you think someone had an app and hi and hired a hit on you to have a guy follow you around with mozzarella 
to keep you from from losing weight for New Year's. Oh. So then you you hit up the other app where, where it's it's the um, the defensive uh, make sure you hit your resolutions app. So it'll hire a, a linebacker to tackle any mozzarella uh, samplers around you to the ground. Is this yeah. is this is this still fat shaming? <laughs> a lot of resolutions are fat shaming. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's right, the yeah. obvious. This would be somebody who has an objective to lose weight. Right. Not that. But this could be other things to or should or that they don't look good even without right. being weighing less than they do can right now. Wait, are we are we canceling or are we hyping up the? Are we helping or hurting? Because you okay. know, obviously, somebody's gonna be like, "Oh man, you're a piece of shit. Look how you parked." Well, yeah, I, I was thinking like mine to just like being present in the moment. And then if you want to sabotage, just show them like a New York Times article in their face about hey, like, check out just, this TikTok. You know, yeah. And then <laughs> and yeah, just just put it put it something in their face. And then the opposite will slap away any phones that mm. will come near you. Is that anything like you could go to con like if you're that would that'd be a tough one if you made that your you know, if you like going to concerts, but you wanted to be more in the now <laughs> you yeah. went out to take a picture and somebody fully would was like no <laughs> Just your phone out of your hand and then, and you know that there's always like two people following you around or <laughs> dueling at like every turn so you have the the phone presenter and the phone slapper who are just like krav maga at all times every time you take your phone out and it's not an emergency you're about to take a picture at yosemite somebody like goes flying off the mountain you're safe you can take the picture you know i i don't know if i'm as crazy about this one as our as our argonauts but can we can we give it a name the resolver i think like helpful handies you know it's like no <laughs> that'd be a great legalization of sex work soon yeah, as i was about hits. to say this was gonna go get like I think instantly, probably the second resolution that would be put on this app would be sex related. Mm. Get get laid. And then one guy stopping you from getting laid. <laughs> I need you to cock block my friend. <laughs> and you have like uh like a Sardaukar army yes. <laughs> like, with like hundred yeah, people. <laughs> so what if one person uses the app and a different person uses the app and then a third person uses the same app to like try and cancel one of them out. Mm. We could have some like serious duels. Yeah, like what if my um my app is like destroy this country's government, and then that country then hires its own art because our our uh, mercenaries are actually the the best mercenaries in the world. <laughs> the problem is at the beginning. You know, with startups, we're going to have staffing yeah. shortages. Right, uh, right, right. We're going to have to do them. It's probably going to have to be us. So yeah. we're only going to offer in three cities. Yeah. <laughs> Los Angeles is going to be tough for me to cover by myself. I'm, I'm going to say that. Score footage. Yeah, I'm going to be the a, easiest job. I'm going to be a slapper. I think if I have one of those like uh, scooters, I think I can quickly slap and get get away from. Oh, from location to location, too. I mean, just. Yeah. It's, it's, like a, it's like um, it's like a map on like Grand Theft Auto and there's like different like, yeah. quests open. <laughs> you have to go from point to point. I'll be 20 minutes late from sn slapping someone's phone out of their, their hands, but I'll, I'll do it. I'll make sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> well, um, cool. Well, I think we got a good, uh, good pitch. Just want to run that, run that by you guys. Um, but yeah, if, if, if our audience 
hasn't noticed yet this is our new year's special mm-hmm. um we've been hitting all the holidays with our haunted holiday hotel season um do you guys have a, like a favorite new year's like countdown moment i know we've we've lived through a few of them now do you guys have like uh you know because everyone sometimes people go to like different events and venues obviously not recently but do you guys have a, have a sweet countdown you've attended we're from alaska yeah, our countdowns are we we kind of just watch the New York thing, huh? In the on TV. Yeah, at like eight o'clock, and then we go to bed. So like we've we've witnessed a couple countdowns, right? Because it kind of goes like you know the ball drops, and people kind of go like oh five four three two one, and then a big like you know confetti, and it's like a big drop. Um, is there a way to kind of like change up countdowns to make them kind of more interesting? Because we we've done the same thing like what like a hundred years at least. Like throw somebody in a volcano. There's someone a volcano. I was thinking. I was thinking more like a. Can we do like a, a bigger countdown, uh, or maybe like a delayed one? You know how like sometimes in EDM they like don't do the drop right away. They kind of do like three seconds of silence, and you're like, what? And the beat comes in. Five, four, three, five. Oh, here it comes. Four, oh, oh, weird. Okay. Ten, nine. Did he say ten? Did he say ten? I'm gonna get a drink. I'm gonna go get a drink. Do you want a drink? Yeah, give me a drink. Two, I don't think he's gonna. Two, oh. One. No, I think he's gonna do it. I think he's gonna do it. Is that it? Was that? Was that it? <laughs> or like, um, like minimalist, like subtle drops, mm. and and there's not really like a big boom, and it's kind of more like a more like a progressive house type of drop. Mm. That's like if you accidentally go to bed, or or you meant to go to bed because you don't really care, and then somebody like lights a firework off in your room. But at like 2 a.m. <laughs> uh, how about how about we have um, I'm speaking about being more in the moment. Yeah, we have a shorter countdown. It's only oh. like one second. Oh, my God. Ooh, like two seconds. <laughs> and so everybody who's in like Times Square. Yeah. You know, nowadays they're just they're sitting around, they're drinking and they're doing whatever yeah. they're talking and everything like that. And then the ball starts doing whatever. And it starts at 10. Like okay. everybody has time to like turn around, look at the ball, like uh, get in the moment and then start counting. And probably most people start counting down at like eight or something. Right. But right. If, if we, let's have a countdown and nobody can get their phones out. Have a countdown that start that just goes like one New Year's. And so everybody <laughs> for like hours has to be staring at the ball because if they're not, then yeah. it could be that one second and they miss it. So, so everyone says one. Yeah. And then we say Happy New Year. Yes. Well, you hope. You hope. Yeah. There's going to be some people who are missing it. But right, if you're there and you didn't miss it and you were looking at the ball right when the screen turned to one, like, oh, man, imagine, yeah. how, imagine how special that moment would be. What if be, the New like Year's that. was like, you know, like the Olympics? Okay. And it oh, changed so, locations. <laughs> So wait, every four yeah, years because New Year's kind of because because New York kind of has like you know right everybody watches them you know but like come on yeah. North Dakota oh and they can like win the lottery and like this state won it this year <laughs> and there's a bunch of idiots who show up and like pee in their pants in a different state every year I pissed my pants to watch New Year's in front of Mount Rushmore <laughs> Wait, so that'd be that'd be good. So then you just like really uh, stress out their infrastructure for yeah. the big New Year's thing. Absolutely. It would probably drive a lot of innovation, you know, and a lot of investment. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting. Okay, Jace, honestly, that is not a bad idea. You the know how they have New the Year's. running of the torch? 
Yeah. They're going to roll that ball from place to place. For a year. <laughs> and wherever it ends up. Oh, my God. <laughs> ball man could heist the ball. Ball man. No, God, we, we're introducing too many throwbacks. <laughs> so um, I was thinking, Jace, that I, I wasn't sure what you meant at first. Like you said, like there would be a New Year's in one country and the, the rest of the countries would just kind of keep going with new months in 2021. <laughs> And then only one country gets to go in the next year. Jace really doesn't understand how New Year's works. (laughs) How about only one one country goes into the new year and the rest of them just stay in the same year, but just with new months? Why don't we have uh, one entire year that's just devoted to New Year's? And then we don't have to celebrate it for like 365 years. Oh, so every day we do the countdown? Yeah, for the, every for day. The rest of them? <laughs> for the rest of them. And we, we get the new glasses for every year. <laughs> so, so to save money, to get them out of the way, we'll, we're going to yeah. be like, all right. Inflation is going to bite us in the ass if we wait and do only one a year. Like, yeah. Can you imagine how expensive the glasses for 365 oh years from now is going to be like 2386? So like, we're, we're going to be so expensive. So we're doing 2200 in August, guys. Uh, 2200 is, is tomorrow. So that's going to be sick. It's a big one for us. Yeah. That one has two zeros. But then no more like Al Roker and like, you know, no, Ryan Seacrest. Exactly. That, that's the thing is and they're not going to be around in 365 years. We got to do them now. So we tape them. <laughs> we tape them now. <laughs> <laughs> and then we broadcast them and nobody has to stand around in, in the future because they're not going to want to do that. so wait that we're crowd only, we're only stupid enough to stand around in a crowd for this right now the people in the 20 in 2300 they're going to be like who the fuck are the strokes yeah. like are they like <laughs> because the same 365 band? different bands <laughs> That's a pretty that's a pretty good idea. Actually, I actually really think that's a hilarious idea. I think you could executive order that legitimately. It's, it's, it's like Isaac Asimov's foundation. And like there's one TV channel that's devoted just to that, where like <laughs> it only fires up on New Year's every day for the next 365 years. The vault unlocks so they can watch the New Year's special recorded 300 years ago. <laughs> How do we play this? It's on a DVD. <laughs> We're pure energy. Who are these meat bags? I can't believe how much I love that idea. Any other stupid ones? I think we've stretched that one pretty far. <laughs> what if we did a reverse countdown on the first of the year and had oh, happy that old like year? A... <laughs> wait, wait. One, <laughs> go back. Two, three. <laughs> wait. Wait, are you, Jace, are you saying like to to roll it back to 2020 again i don't know <laughs> that would be a, that would be a great idea that's that one before this Any, COVID. anybody who's late on new year's has to has to count until the next new year <laughs> wait so like if the the companies that make those those number glasses like they can't really get a good 2023 glass because the three is kind of weird they um they vote to do another year of 2022 or 21 to kind of get the glasses out for another good run. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Three <plus> glasses. Four. <laughs> there, was a, there, was a, there was a misprint or they accidentally ordered two batches of 2022. Yeah. And then they're kind of like, you know what? Like, does it really matter what the number is? 
Yeah, you know, Biden comes on TV on Monday and he's like, uh, so <laughs> it looks like so we guys, have to do it again. I just got back from the UN. We all agreed it should be 2021 again. I think we could do a second pass. We already I looked think- at it. 2022 was not good. <laughs> it's not good. The glasses suck. Uh, I, I think I think that'll be good. What I like the counting up. That's so stupid. <laughs> One, two, there's no end, there's no end point. And people just count until they starve to death on Times Square. Yeah, that'd be a good. You know, it's been a while since like flash mobs have been popular. It would be pretty funny to get enough people in on it that like you could hear on TV after the New Year's drops that yeah. people are just like one, <laughs> two, <laughs> three. The bubble's going back up. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I was thinking about old memes the other day because it's been about 10 years since kind of the inception of like the big, you know, meme revolution. And like, you guys remember like Harlem Shake? That's been like 10 years now. That's crazy. It would be great to do just a GBGB Harlem Shake just for a 10 year anniversary. Just the three of us. Uh, uh-huh. Is there any other good old memes we can we can we can bring back just for the 10 year anniversary? Uh, Ice bucket challenge. That's, oh yeah, was it was it ten? That was it was like twenty fifteen, uh, right? Yeah, no, was, that was pretty 20... good. Twenty fourteen, maybe. We should probably bring that back anyway. That was for a good cause. Yeah. Um, uh, there, there's planking. That was planking. I like planking. Planking is hilarious. Planking is good. It's harmless. Well, well, yeah. there's no way it could be harmful. It's, planking. If it's harmless. You're not. You don't take planking as serious as I do. <laughs> planking's good. Um, do they still? Do you think it's been long enough? These still kind of feel a little tacky. Planking? It, oh it feels, no! I, I said, think it's, I think it's back. I think, think it's back. So my whole like thing yeah. with uh, fads is I hate them in the moment, but then right. there's a certain point when they come back and I like them again. Yeah, like jazz. Yeah. Scatting. <laughs> you guys remember when scatting was huge in 2011? <laughs> Like legit, I want to take um a scatting class and get. I really don't good. think there is one. I'm gonna put that. Out. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I guarantee you, he can find one in LA. Dude, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up scatting classes near me right now. You're not gonna get what you think you're gonna get. <laughs> scatting classes. I keep it autocorrected to skating. There's a lot of skating classes near me. Yeah, and there's a lot of people who skate and spell it scat. I'm gonna say jazz scat near me. <laughs> oh, there's a studio on Sunset. Scatonme.com. <laughs> I think this one's good. Is there an image gallery? Okay, I did Who find a... stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I did find a scatting class. It's for, it's for jazz vocals. They don't only teach scatting, they teach other stuff, but... I think I'm going to go in and be like, I, I only want the scat. <laughs> Shitting class. <laughs> well, uh, that, um, that's, that's pretty cool, guys. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the, for the new year uh, for, for GBGBs. I know, I know we set a resolutions last time. Um, I'm trying to remember what we said. I think I said I, I, would, I would juggle this year. I would learn to juggle. Yeah. I said uh, I wanted to watch more Ben Affleck movies. More than last year, which is uh, concerning and frightening. Jace, do you remember yours? I think it was probably about lifting weights at the time. I don't think it was anything to do with 
the podcast. Oh. And I think you, I you, hit you, it. I think I hit it. You, so. you think you hit it? Well, what's um? Do, do you have a new resolution for for twenty twenty two? Think big or small. You know, I mean, I said juggling. That's that's you know. Did you learn how to maybe juggle? Not huge. I know oh, it's been a day, next, man. I've you know I. Year. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, this is next year's. I this thought... is for next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We I think we said resolution last last episode. Yeah, last episode. Oh, we did. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. You came up. For, we came up with one for me. Uh, Piece wise, I think. Oh, we did. Yeah, That's right. I was fucked up. I don't remember. <laughs> did you wait? So, what's the question? What, are you asking me if I remember what we came up with last week, or if I have a personal new one for next year? Yeah. Do you have some new one? Yeah. Do you have a new one? Oh, um. More improv. More improv. Okay. More, more improv. I love it, dude. I, I love it. As your coach, I'm so psyched to hear that. Yeah. Uh, how about a resolution together as a group? Uh, improv every episode. Oh. Yeah. Um, see about that. Love it. How about um, one episode a season? It's all improv and no movie. No way. We do that'd long be, form. That'd be pretty <laughs> we funny. Have to stay in the same bit. <laughs> And then uh, maybe we can start a Patreon and then uh, have it accessed to uh, the people we pay to listen to it. We pay people to listen to it. Yeah, I think that's going to be yeah. have to, that's going to have to be how it how it'll go. Uh, well, uh, w- with that uh, on on that note, we we watched a movie, right? Yeah, we watched a movie for the haunted Holiday Hotel. Coincidentally, there was a haunted Holiday Hotel. There yeah, was. It's kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Like, uh, we stumbled into this. Totally. And I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm glad. Oh, uh, man. I, <laughs> I am very glad. Like, uh, because, you know, sometimes you need to know the, uh, like the bounds of human capability to really appreciate what, you know, what you're seeing at any point in time. And I'm glad that we have reached one end of the filmmaking spectrum. Oh, yeah. And we'll find out which end. Um, we will find out after this ad break. As something similar with scat. Well, let's let's do our ad uh, ad read, guys. Sorry, this is um this is our first ad read as as the GBGB. So we're just gonna try to get through this, guys. Like it helps us kind of make money and support ourselves. Um, so let's see here. Um, introducing GBGB's Miles Davis scat album. Three boys scatting to Miles Davis. $9.99 at select stores. Uh, enter the offer code GBGB to get the uh, Miles Davis, the unauthorized scat album. <laughs> it, Ryan, can we get sued for this? Is this fair use? Well, we're not using anything, so... Yeah, not, we, made, we you made it Miles, up on the said, spot. I so. said Miles Davis. Is that... Yes. He's, he's, he's got a lot of clout. Okay, let's, let's, let's run that back. You guys have a different ad? Let's do a different ad. All right, Jace, throw that one out. Okay, let's, what, you got, you got, give, me, give us an ad. Just, just read it straight from the copy. Introducing for only two payments of $4.99. Classes on Miles Davis scat from <laughs> no, the good damn it, Jace. We de- we finished the ad copy. Flip the. Pa- I know. Sorry, this is our first take. Okay, this okay. is our first take. Let's flip the page. Just read the next ad. Just let's okay. get through this because our audience wants the content. They want they want to hear us talk about the movie and they just we got to get through the ads. 
two cases of Good Boys Gone Bland themed beer brewed with Ryan spit for only fourteen seventy two. Enter the offer code. Yeah, offer code. Do the offer code, Jace. Enter offer code. Baby loves Ryan spit. <laughs> Sorry, what was the offer code, Jace? <laughs> Baby loves Ryan spit fifteen. <laughs> Sorry guys, we couldn't get a better offer code. This company gets a lot of uh podcast ad reads. We, that's yeah. the last one they had. Uh, uh Ryan, do you want to read the last one? Oh, Jason, uh, is that more? That'll bring the price down to nine ninety nine. Oh, on your first on your first case? Yep, yep. Okay. So I so uh, <coughs> we also sorry, read okay. one. That was the deal we made with the ad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh this episode brought to you by the 6th New Jersey Infantry Regiment, uh, also called the 6th New Jersey Volunteers. They were a regiment of infantry from New Jersey that served in the Army of the Potomac during the American Civil War from uh, 1851 to 1864. Um, okay, this is a long one. They, okay, uh, let's see. <laughs> well, just skim, oh, skim, uh, they... you could skim through it, I, you know. <laughs> Oh, it was starring the original field staff officers, um, Colonel James T. Hatfield uh, and Lieutenant Colonel Simpson R. Stroud. Is it's, it? This sounds like you're reading from a Wikipedia page, Ryan. Yes. I. That's all. Are I we got. getting? That's all are I we got getting paid the, for this? That's all I got. I was I was literally going through Wikipedia, hitting random article, and I went. I landed upon this uh, this regiment. For this this battalion or whatever, I don't know what it is. It's a uh, regiment, I guess. Uh, I was there today. They were at Gettysburg. Just read the offer code, Ryan. Uh, the offer code is Quartermaster Joseph Woodward, eighteen sixty-two. One free horse ride with purchase of twenty other horse rides. Yes. Is what's the what's the service? Is it just like a a, a zombie cavalry that you don't you no. can just have at your? No, it's an audiobook. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, there's like... somebody who there's somebody who plays each of the field staff officers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they reenact well, it for you. Alrighty, well, um, there you have it, folks. If you guys can just support us, uh, use our offer codes. It just really helps a little little podcast like us uh, out. And uh, you know, thanks for bearing with us on that. Um, and now we can kind of get to the get to the content that we we're we we're hoping to get to. Um, so we, who we the, will uh... never get a fucking ad from a company <laughs> if they listen to that. <laughs> oh. um, who's got the synopsis this week? Some poor bastard. I don't know who did Gremlins. Was it Ryan? Wait, so if I... Wait, hold on. If I didn't know he did that summer. Yeah. No, you, you did not. So we just we just went through this, Ryan. Yeah. So I believe it's gonna be... It's gonna be you, right? It's gonna be you for this Dude. one? <laughs> I don't understand how you keep tricking me into this. Listen, Ryan, I know I know you don't like giving the synopsises. Just... just we, we've been doing this for a while. You don't have to be nervous anymore. Me and Jace just, just take the synopsis and run, run with it. You can give a fair, straight down the middle synopsis with this one, with this this movie that we don't have any opinions on yet. This is just going to be a synopsis. Oh, what, what's the I movie actually, about? Okay, well, actually, I I'll give you a little bit of synopsis. I wrote a review for this movie on my letterbox today. Oh, you did? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I could also I could do that. I could I could tell you what I thought about it. Oh uh, sure, yeah. Is is it fair? Is it kind of like in the in the in the middle? It uh, it describes the movie slightly. There, sure. okay. there are there are like scene descriptions, I guess. Sweet, but yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. So this movie was called Bloody New Year. And honestly, I think most people were familiar with this because of the poster. The poster is really cool. The poster is just like skeleton. He's like, I guess he's got a party popper or something. He's got a party hat. There's like confetti and a disco ball. Um, and that's that's sort of the best part. And so the idea is that uh, there are these group of friends and played by people you have never heard of before. And they're all Welsh. So you got to get over that. Like if you. If that's something that's <laughs> that's like if that if there's an it's entry gonna be a problem for, with people from Wales, I I don't know if you're gonna be able to get into this one. I sure didn't. Then uh, they're all hanging out at some sort of carnival, and some there's some uh, some thugs, and they're just they just sort of fight each other for a very long time, and uh, for some reason. A boat comes into play. I don't know if it's ever explained why or how. And our protagonists get on the boat. And they're somewhere near England. And uh, they, they go out into the water. And the boat inexplicably sinks. And they have to go to shore in the nearest island they can find. And they get up there and they find an abandoned hotel. Well, it doesn't really look abandoned. But they find that it is abandoned. And when they... Get in, even though it's summer outside, inside the hotel, it's what appears to be New Year's Eve. And uh, that's literally where the plot ends. And the rest of it, um, well, we'll just say the rest of it begins. There, there's, <laughs> there's a, hold on, wait a second. You know, I thought it was British tourists at like an American fair. Because right. they didn't introduce a single other person with speaking lines besides yeah. the American. I was like, oh, my friend just showed up. And I was like, what in the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, this is just a after this point, after they wash up on the island and find the hotel. It's just a collection of scenes. Um, some of them are about ghosts doing stuff like uh, turning the pages of a magazine. Uh, other scenes. Are just people dying for no reason at all. Uh, sometimes the ghosts explode, cool. and uh, th there is one woman, one character who um, her main character trait is that she does not understand or comprehend how nets work, and that is relevant multiple times. Okay, Ryan, this is starting to sound like a uh, review. Uh, the, editor of, the editor of this movie uh, must have been a dog. Uh, whose owner sent in his resume as a prank and then the hiring coordinator fell for it and then the dog's owner thought he was in too deep and couldn't back out so he just put a coat on the dog and sent him into work and then eventually uh the dog got promoted several times to other things like key grip and director mm -hmm. and writer and i literally am not joking when i say then the movie just sort of ends Okay, so uh, we can uh, we can talk about what we think about the movie after that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just describing I mean, the movie. Yeah, right. It's straight down the middle. 
when i um heard those welsh accent or i guess i thought it was british at the time i couldn't i couldn't tell um i was like is this a horror is it is it like bloody new year like bloody is in like they say like effing and they say bloody instead i'm like is this gonna actually be bloody um it's like no it wasn't really was it we gotta just start fucking talking about this movie because it is so good you guys okay (laughs) so i'll i'll say this um the first scare kind of got me where she gets pulled through the mirror. That was the the high of the movie. It started. It was like one of those. It was, it was like if a drop tower went into the ground, like the high of the movie in this amusement park was yeah. at the very, very beginning. Beginning was cool. It was a montage of an old party. And uh, this girl gets pulled through a mirror really suddenly. And it was it was kind of creepy and it was cool. But conceptually, you know, it's about like some teens right in a hotel and uh they get kind of semi-transported into like a 1960s new year's party but this house is kind of just haunted by the party members right i have no clue i guess yeah okay hold on let's let's break it down okay so in 1959 yeah flying over this island was an experimental craft created by the government Yes. To reflect radar. Mm-hmm. Which Anti-radar. Is, yeah. Now we know is really just paint. So that was stupid. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, this device, you know, we're shown on a TV screen at some point in the middle of it. There's a scientist who's like, you're destroying the laws of time and space. This is a tragedy. You must never do this. And the one, the other scientist is like, can I, can I talk, please? And then the moderator is like, we must be civil. We, we gotta, we gotta be, we gotta give equal talking time to everybody. He's like, can I talk, please? Can I? And the other guy's like, exactly. He's destroying everything that we care and we love for. And anyway, what they meant to do was to show that, um, this plane was flying around trying to do the anti-radar thing and it crashed on the island the night of the New Year's party. Right. And for whatever reason, that ripped a hole in the space-time continuum on this island and then forced everybody to be trapped in time. Uh, and so when they die on the island, they're, they're stuck there. They become older guys. That, doesn't, that part doesn't really make sense, but... Yeah, like, anyway. why are they... Uh... Yeah, thank, thank you, Jay. That does... Uh, clear things up if they kind of said it bends light and and time or whatever um it creates like kind of a time portal um but it why are they killing so weird you know like i get they kind of lost their minds a little bit because they're you know it's kind of a shitty situation but like (laughs) yeah a little bit of a head scratcher what's the (laughs) like if you if you kill them and you add them to the ghost repertoire like that's just awkward like I don't want I don't right? want to see you at the dance after you scratch my face and inexplicably kill me. Oh my god, guys. I thank you, we Jace, can, for We can go kill by kill. Yeah. We <laughs> should like because like there are characters in this movie who could just keel over. Yeah. Who just like drop. They're like, uh, we could only really afford three villains and there's like six people we have to kill. So could some of you just like die? Yeah, it seems like they could only keep like three people employed at one time. Yeah, because people can kind of die, but then just kind of come back. Come back. It's like a revolving door yeah. of the same <laughs> couple people. And at some at one point, I was like, "Is that the same characters earlier, or is this like a new character where that the, the same actor is playing?" I'm confused because you never get a conversation that explains like their relationships with each other. Yeah, right. So I'm not sure if. At some point, there's a there, there's this woman who gets gets killed by some sort of net contraption. 
Right. And uh, she, this is like her second run with a net. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she comes back, but is dead and is faking that she's alive. Right. And then at the end of the movie, there's other people who look a lot like her. And I'm not sure whether or not it was the same actress. It could have been. I, yeah, I know what you mean, Ryan. There was a lot of like slap some silver makeup on them. And, and they're like, they're a zombie now. Yeah. The same character or what? Yeah. Well, let's let's get to the the first kill, I guess, in this movie, um, which is pretty, pretty wild. Right. Like Spud, the the lonely pervert. Oh, tater. The lonely yeah. per- yes, the lonely person. Uh, he's like in front of this movie screen and he's making them all laugh by imitating people on the screen. You know, the classic joke. And then one of the people on the screen, uh, it flash cuts to a guy painted in black and white who just jumps on his back, <laughs> which was it was a pretty funny gag. And the guy scratches his face and kills him. Literally. He was alive then, until the scratch on the face happened. Yeah. And then the ghost goes, Whoa! <laughs> gets trapped up off screen. Shoots into the camera. All of, all of this, uh, all the appearing and disappearing is done yeah. by stop motion, but with humans. So, like, yeah. it's really, it just does not make it. I just, I'm trying to, like, <laughs> say, okay. They, they didn't know how to, like, have actual special effects. So they just kind of have to, like, one frame he's on the TV screen, the next frame he's not, and then the next frame he's standing in front of the TV screen, and that's how they like get him to come out of it. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. His friends didn't really seem too concerned that he well, was that's, brutally that's murdered. Untrue. <laughs> well, because I guess maybe four of them. Okay. There, there's there's a couple times where like all the characters will be completely emotionless, especially if there's one or two characters on te- on screen. Mm-hmm. They are 100% emotionless. But at random points in time, like one murder out of a dozen, ah, one ah, of the women ah. will start fucking screaming like <laughs> there's no tomorrow. And then like five seconds later, be okay. Watching Spud die. And then, you know, I think you're yeah, right, Jace. You know, one of them was concerned about watching Spud die. And later she's on the swing, like five seconds later. And she was like, oh, poor Spud. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and then there's times where like the characters will will be uh, running out of the house to safety. We got to go. We got to go this direction. And then like something will catch their attention. And they're like, OK, let's go. I'll go back. <laughs> yeah. Go back in the house. <laughs> let's retrace our steps for the next five minutes on screen. Ah, a uh. ghost. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, well... Hey, you want to go play pool? <laughs> what was with that? The, uh... Yes, Jay, seeing the ghosts and then going back to your life, just kind of like, I'm gonna take a bubble bath with my eyes closed yeah, now after it, seeing that ghost. Um, I saw a review of the new Ghostbusters movie, and apparently there's a similar reaction, like, where he said, like, uh, people's reaction to finding out ghosts are real is, like, when they see a novelty license plate. <laughs> how about that okay i will say um the scene you, you mentioned the net scene ryan you know we saw the leslie died from the net or it was that carol too yeah and then uh the the guy in the room of all the things in the room that i expected to kill him um seaweed monster coming out of a tablecloth i think was probably near the bottom well, that I, was a surprise really I, okay i totally want the pot then <laughs> so, quick side note Leslie yeah. is killed by getting a hole 
punched through her stomach. Oh wait, no, she's already dead. No, no, she yeah. was, that was zombie Leslie. Oh that's, god, that was okay. So there's like three moments in the movie that are cool, and that's one of them. Yeah, where she's revealed to be they a zombie. Revealed that she's dead because somebody punched. At first, I was like, oh shit, this dude's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> this Carney. Why were those? Okay, so, oh, let's not even get into the carnies here. <laughs> the carnies are chasing the teens because they made them mad, right? But like those carnies, I thought they were like ghosts, but they're not. They got killed by the ghosts. So why right. were they so mad? They had and a they boat were, too, and they were like, and they Fuck were also you. like, they were also like jumping through windows and bursting through walls before they were zombies. So like, Jesus, <laughs> did they have a single line in the movie? Any one of them. No. Oh, I think at the beginning when they were taunting the girl, they probably said like, ah. yeah, they're like spinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was their only line. And then otherwise, it's just like popping their head through a wall. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so wait, so there's a woman who does not comprehend strings. And uh, do you guys notice that the guy chops like, once by her left hand and then the mm -hmm. whole net is like completely uh deconstructed and she yeah. just crawls out of the top of it there's inaccurate net physics in this yeah. and she's yeah. like struggling she's like ah Actually, well, like it's like strangling her and so, then he's like stop moving and she's like oh okay that, and I she, like literally stops moving the acting was bad they did try to set it up in that the back of the net was hooking her yeah and was constricting around her there was like nets and hooks involved at some point, but and the, a ghost yeah. rope. The, the ghost rope was it, never speaking of again. Yeah, it kind of tried to wrap its way around a leg, and then the cleaver chop solved the entire situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it the same? Do you think the seaweed man tablecloth guy was uh, responsible for the net and the rope? Who, yeah, who the fuck is seaweed guy? Who was the seaweed guy? <laughs> well, but who? There was. Who? Who's gargoyle? Who's, who's so what is the seaweed guy? Like who hit Tom with the thingy? Yeah. Tom's the guy that got killed by the seaweed guy, but like Tom got stabbed from behind, but it was never explained who stabbed him. Right? And he didn't die. But he, well, he somehow did. He was zombified. Tom was zombified. Eventually. I think he like he was alive and then he had a delayed death and then eventually came back as a zombie. Oh Jesus. Okay. So that means plane crashed. Um, there was a seaweed monster on the island, but it was totally separate from the party, I think. Yeah. And he was, <laughs> he was died of old age and then it turned into a zombie. <laughs> he did die separately. <laughs> so that's explained. The gargoyle coming out of the wood was also wooden gargoyle was separate. It was a weird island. Yes. Because the wooden gargoyle looked a lot like a puppet. It looked like turkey. It looks like turkey. Straight up like turkey. The problem yeah. is the wooden gargoyle has uh, flesh and blood. If you slash the wooden yeah. gargoyle, uh, it very much looks like meat. And then falls to the ground, disapparates, reappears. This yeah. whole it's, hotel it's an immortal, is insane. It's an immortal gargoyle. Also, the elevator. Uh, can we talk about oh. the elevator swallow? Where it's a guy reaching through a balloon through latex. <laughs> yeah, the poorly paint, painted latex. Paint, like stretching and breaking. There's a woman who's in an elevator, and at some point, the elevator wall turns into a man who's like behind a, a small layer of latex, and he swallows her. And via the magic of stop motion, uh, she uh, ends up, be I guess, what? She becomes part of the wall also? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she gets sucked in the wall. It 
And I Rick guess... is really sad about it. Yeah, he's like, no. Anyways, let's go play pool. <laughs> <laughs> One of the really good lines after uh, someone dies, and I guess forgive me for jumping around, but you know, after the spud death, I remember like one of a uh, one of the guys like and who's freaking out and he's like calm down jan he probably had an electric shock and died that way it's that would explain and, the burns <laughs> and he was like see it's fine and like, he kind of like moves. he's trying to comfort her and he's totally unbothered the fact that his friend just this was death. killed in front of him <laughs> like we didn't really like him anyway so this is a bonus <laughs> for our trip <laughs> and like what and also what burns he was he had scratches on his face that killed him like there was no burns involved yeah, he saw the ghost that scratched his face. <laughs> the, okay, we, yeah, yeah. Wait, okay, we keep jumping around. In the yeah. scene where... Um, There's so much, yeah. Sorry, what, what was his name? Uh, who, who, who? Rick? Yeah. Or who, is Tom the person who goes and stabs... A, Tom stabs a seaweed monster? Yes. Okay, believe, yes. I'm pretty sure there was a gaff in that first scene, and I think the cat actor actually stabbed the person in the seaweed costume because oh. he stabs the guy's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then they cut. They cut, and then he stabs him again, and there's less of a reaction. <laughs> I think some motherfucker okay. got stabbed with <laughs> <laughs> did, did you guys notice how many times that like tom for instance was the worst of this but like it was obvious that the, that the director was like action and tom was like not really paying attention <laughs> yeah him a minute to do something <laughs> it was so good he would like he would stab something and then it would be a close-up of like the stab or whatever and then it would be a what a medium shot of tom standing there like getting ready to stab again and he yeah. would just he would just be frozen then he'd be like Oh, okay. Ah! Yeah. I noticed that with the seaweed monster where it first pops out and he's just kind of staring at it. Yeah. And he's like, oh. <laughs> I think they had to like stab at him. Uh, going back to the editing, like, there was a couple, there was, there was two more instances I want to bring up. Number one, uh, there was one time where the edit kept flashing back to grass. Like, yeah, little weeds. And it looked like someone the camera was like running through weeds, evil dead style. And it was supposed to represent the, the characters running through a field like quickly, like in a, in a hurry. And then it would cut between the weeds and the characters, weeds, characters running, weeds, characters running. But the characters were running through a, like a parking lot. And it was, it was, a, <laughs> there was no grass. They weren't on the grass. It was a decision. <laughs> There was, I was, then that's what I was going to kind of get to is that this movie's kind of feel like that. It will just kind of uh, have these moments focus on one thing. Like um, during the, uh, the carnival scene, they kept flashing back to the, the ship ride that kind of goes up and down and back and forth. Yes. They flashed back to it like eight times and also just kind of had one shot where it was like 20 seconds on it. And I was like, oh, that's going to come up later and just never did. Um, <laughs> you know what? They didn't get like a scream track to dub in over the top. They just used the sound from that <laughs> recording of the actual people on that ship ride. And so like the screams aren't that enthusiastic, right? Like it's like when you go to an amusement park, it doesn't sound like it does in the movies. And yeah. In the movies, it's all perfect and everybody screams at the right times. In this movie, it's just like, ah, oh, <laughs> in the background of every scene for the first 15 minutes well i i actually did read that this was just footage from an actual unpaid like people at amusement park um yeah. so that 
actually makes sense. There was also that haunted house scene where I thought that was going to be the trigger point, but it was just kind of it. I was like, whoa, this is cool. It's all creepy and interesting. Yeah. And then they're, they're out of the haunted house. And I was like, oh, OK, that was just kind of nothing, huh? So so when that scene ended, I think it ended by a truck like Did, doing um, thousands but, of dollars in property damage to this place yeah. to blow a hole through it. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, what is happening on my TV screen? It, I think it was the first time in in this whole podcast where I've been actually perplexed, like no joke, not playing it up. I like thanks killing. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense, but I'm not perplexed as to what's happening on the screen at that moment in time. I'm perplexed, but like <laughs> I, I was perplexed about how it catches the greater picture. But like in this movie, there was large chunks of time where like I just did not understand what was going on. Yeah. She could have killed I, multiple kids by ramming that vehicle into that ride, yeah. not knowing where like, anybody was. It was just like, and the, screen was, and the screen was black until it happened. The screen was black for portions of this movie and nothing was happening. <laughs> it was just like, let's just put some black frames in there and that'll be great. Yeah, I agree, Ryan. There was multiple times where, you know, I paused it for a sec and was like, wait a sec. What, what was that I just saw? And I did I did at least like a dozen rewinds where I was like, was that did he just die or was that a zombie? And the carnies kept showing up again. And I'm like, fuck these carnies again. Like you haven't shown a carny in like an hour. And another <laughs> carny just showed up again with, with a the, necklace. What were they doing them. for so long that they were all separated? And like the dad shows up and then the younger one shows <laughs> up and then the next one. <laughs> Dude, there were so many scenes in this movie where it was literally just people walking to and from oh locations it was like 30 we, you don't need to show every exposition that? between locations with the same shot of people like and the funny thing is those that was the only transition scenes in the whole <laughs> fucking movie there's like the, well, if they're in the house there's no transition scenes but if like two characters are together and they're walking around you have to get a minute of footage about how <laughs> they got to the location that they're currently at and can we can we please answer the question about what happened when Rick and I think maybe it was Janet at this point were in the woods and their camera was like running at them multiple times. Yeah. Right? And they dodged it. And the invisible it, man. OK, invisible. am I am I I'm just spitballing here. Am I crazy or did they ever play the same footage about seven times? <laughs> You're not crazy. I, okay. I was kidding. I legit was like, what piece of technology am I watching this on that the record can skip? Like, it, it was the yeah. same footage over and over for a long time. Yeah, I, I literally remember that scene where things are just it's flying at them. I'm like, oh, is it kind of like an invisible horse that's coming at him? And they kind of get pulled apart. They're like, whoa, whoa. And then they kind of out of the woods and they're just like, huh, that was weird. And then they find a plane. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was right at that point i wrote down like uh this this movie is just a collection of scenes <laughs> it's like a skit it's like a skit comedy show where like they and and the the bit is that nobody knows how to make a anything scary right like the first time we're introduced to a ghost he closes a magazine the second time he like rearranges the balls on a pool table it was scary he made a weird whooshing noise yeah thematically it really didn't 
set in stone whether or not all of these ghosts were vindictive or not. But maybe they were yeah. trying, maybe, maybe somewhere down the line, somebody was trying to impart that. They didn't do it, though. Yeah. Like the housekeeper. Yeah. Not vindictive. Gave him a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it's a horror movie. I think the first thing that your ghost does should not be make sure that all the people are comfortable and then leave. Okay, I thought that was pretty creepy when the ghost waitress or not waitress when the, when the when the ghost maid kind of sh- like walks down the the door, appears out of nowhere and comes in and she has no idea something's wrong. Um I thought that was a little creepy. Like Yeah, and then she just leaves and it's not brought up again. I thought that added an interesting atmosphere. Um at least Oh, it was very yeah. Twin Peaks. Yeah. There it is, Jace. I I I I <laughs> I texted Jason once. I was like, I bet you Ryan's going to mention Twin Peaks at some point. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, but that's because I agree. Because like I got that same vibe where it was kind yeah. of odd, a little creepy, but also kind of funny. <laughs> like in a, in a really strange way. Um, there was like towards towards the end where uh, where Rick and, um, and was it Janice, the the American girl, Carol, uh, carol they're together and uh there's like they're in that waltz scene and then the the ghost is like oh you guys are the last contestants and he's like what are you and she's like oh ho silence from the dance floor or something and i'm like oh haha she's being cryptic but then she's like years ago there was an experiment and i was like oh there there she's answering the question and she just kind of talks about what happened in a really uh direct way and he's like, and a and plane then, crashed here. <laughs> and then it's pretty cool after that, right? Like, she doesn't do anything else. Yeah, she, she kind of lets them leave. She does scare them behind the sign when they're running out. She's like, ha ha! <laughs> but then she lets them go. <laughs> it was, the whole movie was like, like a haunted house. Like, yeah. there's people just walking around, and then a zombie will jump out and be like, oh! And then the people are like, oh, ha ha, ha ha. And it'll happen again. I just don't understand what was going on. I think we were watching a carny ride like the whole movie. Yeah. yeah, It's kind of eclectic. It's like every single type of scare you could think of put into one really badly. Right. Yeah. I I think it was like an effects guys kind of like what's that called? Like where you just kind of have like a portfolio. Yeah. It's like his portfolio. Where he's just like, hey, check this movie. I did a lot of um, a balloon thing. I reached for the balloon that's painted. I, I uh, see that. See where I knocked that book closed? And you can kind of see my fingers a little bit in the side of the screen. <laughs> Remember when I put on that weird glove and attacked this woman? And she just kind of stood there. <laughs> I also feel like the, go- like the zombies aren't that strong. Okay, oh, Jace, you look oh, like good. They're weak as fuck. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, it's like you get one gets its head blown up as a ghost. The other zombies, it's like the hand gets cut off like very easily by shutting a gate. Stair fart. Stair fart. The, the stair <laughs> fart. The word I thought you were gonna say. Stair- when when Rick has the shotgun with two shots. Yeah. And the oh zombie, God, the ghost yes. is on the fucking stairs. Yes. And he, sh- he shoots her in the stomach. And it's like. <laughs> 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 it's like a whooping fart. And she's like, ah! And he shoots her again. And then nothing happens. She just falls down dead. Like, ah! 
are you talking about where he shoots her in the stomach and a bunch of goo farts out of her stomach? <laughs> yes. But it just makes like a whoopee. They definitely just used a whoopee cushion, I think. He was just like, <laughs> see, it looks like there's like a hose. And the end of the hose, like, is it tied down? It's just like flapping in the wind. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do remember that scene. And so that's the thing, too, is like, he he shoots her and her stomach gets exploded and she's like totally okay with it and then he shoots her again and literally nothing happens to her and she's like "Ah!" and she falls over like that's that's what i mean about this movie is like they had the opportunity to make her death like really gruesome they had a they had the fart machine She's been holding that thing in for a while, and the gunshot just let it go. Why didn't they use the fart machine with every kill? I know, right? Or like, why the second shot? Why not just have her die with the fart machine? They they had to set up the next scene where she's like, "Shoot it!" He's like, "There aren't any more cartridges." Oh yeah, the two shots. He could have said it only had one. It could have been. There you go. There you go. Do the fart for both you know, shots. Shoot. <laughs> why? Why couldn't we get like a farting seaweed monster when he got stabbed? Right. Yeah. If anything, that would have made so much more sense than this like normal human woman being shot in the stomach. Yeah, I think if he stabbed the seaweed monster in the side and, he, and he's like, "Ah, my fart goo," and it kind of just farts <laughs> out of him, <laughs> and he's like, "No," and then it's kind yes. of like. And then it uncovers a sign that says Fart Goo Island. And that's kind of like its thing. Ooh. This is like ripe for parody, this movie. Because like, if you just take the actual movie and change it like the smallest bit, it would be, a, a, this would be a side splitter. <laughs> I think that might actually be a really good idea. Like, this movie right, was like, a scary movie. Yeah. Like, right. T- take, take, take slices out. You know, maybe redub some stuff, riff tracks it a little bit. Yeah, totally. What actual uh, Scooby doing it? <laughs> I mean, this was basically a Scooby Doo movie minus the not, dog. Yeah, know? it was not much different. Like, it wasn't as scary as Scooby Doo. <laughs> well, okay, let's talk about the last last kills in this movie. Because you have Rick, who gets you know he gets called back by his ghost girlfriend. Um, Leave her. It's very easy to Leave trick. Leave her. I'm leaving Yuri 14 times out of 10 in that situation. Also, it's very like obvious. Same, um, it's also the same plot as Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. I, I, I haven't seen it yet. That but, is true. Uh, I'll it take is. your word for it. But I mean, he goes back for the ghost girlfriend, um, and then he like falls through seaweed, and um, I gets a boat prop and grinds his face off. Yeah. That was uh, yeah, moment number three in this movie. That was cool. Like that was actually heavy metal. That was some like Pet Cemetery Two stuff. That was wild, yeah. And, and then I guess the girl gets sucked into the canoe, which was just kind of like, huh? Okay. I have I have an issue with that. I have an issue <laughs> yeah. with that. What what right. extent does this island have on controlling things around it? Like as soon as that boat was in the water and not touching the ground, should have been safe. Yeah. Should have been right. fair game. I, I think I thought she so should have gotten out. Well, in, in this movie, in the logic of this movie. Uh, the floorboards grew hands, yeah. and the hands were wearing gloves. Well, I thought they were party gloves from the 60s. Right, but the floorboard, but like, if you're, okay, so if you're, 
a house. Okay. And you're haunted. Uh-huh. Right, sure. uh, and, and you can make the walls grow hands and you can make, okay. the, let's say you can make the floorboards grow, the wooden floorboards. Okay. They can grow hands. I'm in the headspace. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how do you, how are those hands wearing gloves mm. as soon as they're made? Apropos, not the right word. Thank you. <laughs> the, the house is not haunted. The ghosts are reaching through the material of the house. Thank you, Jace. So if the glo- oh, ghost ghosts. died with gloves on. Yes. Fingerless gloves. No, they're regular gloves. They're with oh, fingers. They had fingers. They're fingerful gloves. I was imagining the type of person who would make this movie would wear fingerless gloves. Yeah, that doesn't really... Is that... Is the whole... Why are these guys so ticked off? Like, why are they all so mad that they have to kill everybody? We could go back. Yeah, they were. They explained the whole situation. You, they if if it was like somebody who had half a year's degree in science, like yeah. half a four year degree, they'd be like, OK, wait, 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 don't kill me. I'll go yeah. get a scientist. You guys will be Seriously. out of here next week. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sucks. You guys were here for like 27 years. But like we could probably fix this if we made this. <laughs> I would just be like, well, hold on, hold on. Why did you grind that guy's face off with a... <laughs> Holy shit. Weren't you guys just teens at a party? Well, yeah. They're well. When, we're, when they were all... When they were all in that ballroom and the zombies were swarming, I would have been like, guys, wait one second before you do this. One second. Who was the seaweed guy? Just get someone... Just, get someone just, just shout it out. I gotta know. <laughs> I gotta know who's the seaweed guy. Do whatever you want afterwards. Are they, are they gonna be like, who's the seaweed? Like, do, do they know? They know about like, the seaweed. The zombies stop. They're like, wait, what the fuck? Do you guys know about a seaweed guy? Who the fuck? Who's seaweed guy? Seaweed guy? I don't fucking know a seaweed guy. Wait, where was he? It's grabbing for me. Yeah, he was in the shed with the tablecloth. That was. Oh, green. we don't know, no, no, nobody <laughs> no, goes in the shed. shed. No, 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 no. no that was about your shed. first mistake. <laughs> no, everything in the house was us. We did all those murders. The do, shed. Do you, think, do you think they know about the net? And they're like, "Did the net get out? Did you leave the door? Did you make sure the net was you, you didn't close the door. Oh fuck! <laughs> the net is what was shooting around in the grass that they had to dodge seven times. <laughs> the fucking net. I hate that thing. That thing actually has nothing to do with the haunting. It's it's just a a government net. It's crazy. Anyways, we are gonna murder you guys now. Get over here. Uh, well, you, you guys want to get into our reviews for this movie? Sure. Uh, Spiritometer. We watched. I mean, we're on episode nine, but we watched ten movies of a of a given theme. We're on holiday horror this season. Our, our meter this season is the spiritometer, where we judge how holiday-themed is this movie. Um, this holiday was New Year's. We watched Bloody New Year. Thinking about it, I, I, I wrote down when the first instance of Happy New Year's was said. This was 17 minutes in. There wasn't a lot of New Year stuff in here. There wasn't a lot of there was there was fireworks shooting off, but it was by accident in one scene. That was kind of a jump scare. Um, didn't really go anywhere. Didn't do anything. <laughs> didn't make any sense either. <laughs> it was kind of just in a closet, and it had no consequence. You're like, huh? 
that was weird and then there was nothing else there was no um new year's kills i was expecting someone to i don't know get a ball dropped on them um or like get exploded by a firework um, party popper like through the eyeball right Ooh. oh that's sick party popper through the eyeball maybe one of those like you know those kazoo things where that were unwraps through the eyeball oh, yeah couple that's what i thought i was saying okay party popper would work too party popper through the eyeball couple eyeball ones um oh so a party popper the one that like the confetti comes out yeah confetti comes out okay stick that in his mouth pop it and the confetti comes out the nose <laughs> that's oh. pretty funny yeah that, that's that's a pretty good one um we'll put that we'll put that on the um the alternates and that's like you get two uh, you get two you get two scenes you get from the front where it's funny and yeah. it comes out the nose and then you get oh, the yeah. side shot and the back of their heads exploded out yes yeah oh that's badass okay i'll move it up the alternate list um maybe uh roman roman candle up the butt oh, we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about it okay so um <laughs> for the this... button if anything man are you guys' belly button sensitive? My belly button's pretty sensitive. Not really. I Mine guess smells. like the normal amount. Probably. Mine like if you, I get like a weird feeling, like a weird like ugh, like a dread feeling if I touch my belly button. Isn't that because well, it's your... connected to like a pretty big nerve? My soul. That's, it's because it's where your skin comes together, and if you push, touch it too hard, all your skin comes yeah, up. It comes up. Is that it the is tip of the onion? Yeah, it's it's where the skin the comes. tip of the human onion. Yeah, I think you told me that, Jace. <laughs> you told me that in like t- uh, ninth grade. It's where the skin comes together. Um, anyways, anyways, so this yeah, this movie wasn't wasn't very um, Thanksgiving or not, it wasn't Thanksgiving <laughs> it really either. It wasn't Thanksgiving. It really wasn't at all, and also it wasn't New Year's Eve. If I if I want to get back on topic. Uh, they mentioned New Year's. They mentioned this thing happened at New Year's. There was a New Year's party, but they, they didn't engage with the party in the way I thought they would. They just engaged with the, the ghosts coming out of the party. So it wasn't very New Year's themed um, in that way. We didn't get New Year's killed. We we got maybe one happy New Year throughout the whole movie. And the movie takes place in mid-July, as some of the characters say. Um, so w- with that, I'm probably going to have to give it kind of close to baseline. I think I'm going to have to give it maybe I'm, I'm, I'm going between between one or two because literally it's it's called bloody new year a new year's happened but they're just talking about a holiday that happened 27 years ago they're not really talking about it's the holiday now um i'll give it a 1.5 i'll, I'll strike it through the middle i'm gonna give it a slight edge because i did see a firework go off um but yeah 1.5 on the spiritometer not very new yearsy i'm not in the mood from this movie yeah i i, I agree with you Tanali, and i think uh, once again, we keep going back to I don't think I came up with this. I think one of you did. But would this movie be any different if the holiday was different? Right. And I don't think it yeah. would. I, don't, I, re- I mean, half of the decorations for the New Year's party are Christmas decorations. Yeah. And like the f- first thing they do is say, oh, these pine trees are fresh. Ha ha ha. Um, so I think there's nothing I can do but give this movie a one mm-hmm. because that's pretty much where my scale bottoms out like zeros are saved for special occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have to go with a one. I counted two happy new years, right? And like, I gave a pretty low score. I think we all did too. Um, I know what you did last summer. And that had like 10. That had 10 references, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Nothing else to say about that. Well, if it was a different holiday, you wouldn't have the fireworks scene. 
you probably so. still would because that wasn't connected to the rest yeah, of that's true. logically <laughs> that, that scene true. occurred after they turned on a fuse box that they couldn't find even though it was daylight and they spent two minutes trying to light a candle and it real they realized that the fuse box was just behind the woman yeah so all right that's an that's a one and a one point five jace what do we got for the spiritometer you know i was like kind of amazed the first time that um i found that found out that almond milk was a thing like you, know, you can <laughs> okay. process almonds <laughs> down into milk yes very small teats and um i don't think if you <laughs> tried to you know get the new year's out of this movie I, it just looked like a blended turd <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know uh i can't i can't add anything additional um and i wouldn't get off that island so it's a one i don't get a any one. i don't get any additional points to this movie for being able to fight the bad guy oh you don't think you don't think you'll be able to fuck him up they just rejuvenate and and they just kill everybody um, all the time and as soon as you get in the boat to leave you get sucked through the floorboards it's it's unfair yeah Okay. Um, this isn't the kind of horror movie that I want to get stuck in, and it did yeah. not make me feel like it was the new year. Okay. Uh, cage match. You and the, you and one of the zombie guys outside of the haunted house, just octagon. Oh, three rounds. Um, yeah, I'm winning that. Easy. Okay. Easy. But in That's in like, probably submission in movie lore why yeah. oh, TKO TKO. Okay. <laughs> I would have stopped the fight at some point in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Jace. That's all I've got. Um, you know, just at like the end of. You know, just like at midnight, I, I wanted to go to bed in the middle of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that we're at we're at floor one on the Haunted Holiday Hotel with this movie. Um, not great. Not a great floor. Um, probably close to like the, you know, like the brunch, the brunch area. Ooh. So there's that. You can kind of walk out really, really quickly. You don't have to take the elevator, uh, but not the best. Not the best for this one. The elevator was coming down, you know, and we were outside the uh, Holiday Hotel watching it come down. Ten, nine. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's the drop. Yeah. Oh, so it's like the New Year's. Uh, yeah, this movie was the New Year's drop. That was. So as far as my movie meter goes with this movie, um, this is this is where I'm going to struggle a little bit, guys, because um, d uh, this movie wasn't w technically good. It wasn't technically good um but did i enjoy watching it oh kind of uh oh i kind of did uh it was really fun that there's a there's a really cheesy like 80s house band called cry no more that did the whole soundtrack and just did really uh like the 10 minutes that there was yeah. sound <laughs> there was like this same like 80s pop song that played throughout the movie that kind of set the mood um there was really cheesy effects but i also thought the effects was kind of fun um the the camera work was really strange <laughs> it would just do really weird cheesy zoom ins it was kind of like this really campy um really campy horror movie that was really lo-fi and i found it really charming just because i don't normally watch these there's all these awkward moments the weird lines um that's that that caris all the fight scenes were just hilariously bad i laughed i think at all of them there was a scene where they're fighting on a carousel and i think one character just kind of jogs the perimeter of the carousel for a good three minutes where he's like oh my stop god that stop and the carousel keeps spinning and he's following them <laughs> just things like that throughout this movie um was was pretty damn funny if someone's looking for just a really wild ass movie to watch i might recommend this i think it's it's really fun 
um i think if people watched it as a group just kind of just to kind of riff tracks it this would be just a great addition for something like that however yeah <laughs> bad movie this was a direct to dvd 80s movie or whatever they had at the time freaking betamax or something um it was just direct to home video so that's kind of the quality we're batting at i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a five what because um if if you want objective quality it's gonna be it's gonna be around the point one range but i'm gonna bump it up because i enjoyed watching it shit guys i enjoyed watching this really bad movie so it's gonna be the middle of the road that's the highest i think you could possibly give this movie i think i've given it the highest rating of its entire storied career I'm going to I'm going to disagree. I think I'm going to actually disagree. I sure. conversely, I don't I don't. Well, I guess I don't watch a lot of just really, really, really bad movies. I watch a lot of bad movies. Sure. I, I watch probably one Friday the 13th sequel a month on average. <laughs> so but like, uh, I think this movie was really bad and it was not like I was laughing at it, right? Like, I was never laughing with it. It took itself mm-hmm. so seriously. Like, it wanted to be the scariest movie ever. And it's, I think it probably scared exactly zero people. And I'm going to have to give it a one because I did not enjoy watching it. I watched, what, what did I watch? I watched Friday the 13th Part 6 last week. And I had a blast. That movie is amazing. If you think like people wandering around in the woods and getting killed in funny ways is entertaining, I would recommend Jason 6. It is so good. This movie was like everything bad about all the bad movies. It was like the fat they trimmed off of every other bad movie I've ever seen. And they just put it into one pot and served it to me and called it a movie. And I feel insulted. I like fat. The people who were in this movie didn't even realize they were making a movie. They were just standing around waiting for like, I think there was like a soup truck, like slightly off screen. And they were just standing (laughs) in line and they filmed their conversation. And every now and then sort of surprised them with someone in a Halloween costume and said, stab this lump of seaweed with this stick. Oh, he stabbed it too hard. I won, and there's nothing more I can say except please watch this movie. <laughs> Alrighty, Jace. Wow. I'll come right in the middle. Right in the middle, you do with a three. Okay. And I'm going to give it that because I think it had some glaring errors in the way things were done. But I don't know. I didn't really get like it was trying to be the Evil Dead. I thought it was trying to be a bit silly. Um, I liked some of the work that they did for the gore. And some of the effects was watching a video. The whole kitchen scene was literally just the film being played backwards. It was yeah. some dude like flipping <laughs> tables. Yeah. And they were being reversed. Uh, oh man, acting was shit. <laughs> it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really say much else about it. Um, but I thought, uh, you know, it was interesting enough that I felt like I was on an island the whole time. I felt like I was there with the characters. But most important i was bored Mm. i would tell people to watch it just because it is kind of crazy it's out there but it's not something i'm gonna revisit already fair yeah uh, totally i mean it's it's not a it's not a what you would call a good movie for sure (laughs) i love talking Um, shit about it like i I love 
I love talking about all these scenes independently with you guys. So I think I would welcome that conversation with anyone. And, yes. you know, actually, if I had it a few more times, I was like, oh, man, maybe I need to watch that again. <laughs> uh, good acid trip movie, you think? Mm. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, this movie had a bit of a um, uh, like took a psychedelic and like this is kind of the logic now uh, feel with it because it's right. it was yeah it was, it was totally buck wild so probably in, un, not advisable <laughs> for this one um but with that yeah that was our uh that was our review of bloody new year but now it is time guys to close out our haunted holiday hotel season with our final film we talked a little bit um kind of behind uh, behind the recording about uh, a potential candidate for this film are we feeling this candidate do we want to discuss other candidates um what's your guys's uh take on that i remember talking about a, a anthology was it the holiday or just holidays I think holidays. I think the holiday was it was a, a rom com movie. Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, I, I enjoyed that movie. Watch this watch. You guys want to watch the holiday? So holidays, uh, a Kevin Smith movie, guys. We're gonna. Would you want to no. give Kevin Smith another chance? I don't want to give him another four dollars. It's rent slash buy on Prime Video. Ooh, but it's it's got Seth Green. So let's let's revisit the synopsis. This would wrap up all of the holidays. It's nine filmmakers present horror stories that revolve around eight different holidays. Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Halloween, Christmas, and New Year's Eve. A release in 2016. Um, Rotten Tomatoes score 50%. I kind of, I was like, when we, when we first started, you know, like a mm -hmm. minute ago, I was like, ah, maybe I'd rather watch something that is like one haunted holiday movie that we didn't get to watch that's like, you know, top sure. of its class, but I'm I'm kind of into this. <laughs> I kind of am too. I I wonder if it's a good way to um kind of close things out with with kind of a wrap up, a bit of a retrospective of our season, because we've we've taken ourselves through most of the holidays. We'll cover a couple holidays we haven't done: Mother's Day and Father's Day uh, and Easter. And uh, see, so yeah, the, my reservation. Okay, is that anthology movies are well done when there's a thread between them all, but if it's like a hard break anthology, yeah, it's really hard to sit there for an hour and watch these things one after another. Like, uh, sorry, Ryan, is your concern that this movie won't be good? I'm concerned that <laughs> watch this movie. So like, let, let me, let me, let me pitch it to you this way. When we talk okay. about this whole season and you talk about a year in review, the biggest, some of the biggest portions of it are that we have each and every single holiday to look forward to. This is like, this is the Mecca. I don't think we'll ever get a chance like this in yeah. a movie review season to do this a type of swing. movie. We what about Easter Bunny Kill so Kill? So many holiday horror films that are under a five for the holiday that they're supposed to represent. Uh huh. And mm -hmm. it's killing me. It is. There are funny movies though. <laughs> That's fine. I I just want this to be an academic environment where you have yes. to send your ideas. Yeah, or we can watch a movie called Frogs. <laughs> <laughs> we <made it> last <laughs> week. 
<laughs> Counter argument, frogs. There, we always have to have a backup movie in case the first person watches the first yeah. one, and it's it so absolute shit. Yeah, we do need a backup movie. Um, to backup be fair, movie, frogs. To be sure, I think I think that was probably frogs. Probably be the one that we can't endorse. Well, I think there will be a lot to unpack. If anything, we've got nine swings at a holiday horror with our upcoming movie. Surely one of those is going to be a home run. But otherwise, they're going to be free balls. What are they called? Free open balls? What, what's, what's that thing in, in baseball free where balls? they get... It's, it's not free balls, is it? It's a ball. No, I think a pinball. Like when no, you no, score no, enough no, points, you get you, a free ball. No, what happens if, if they swing? If they swing too many? No, no. It's if they get too many yeah. bad pitches. What's a ball and a, a strike? Walk. A ball, a right? Isn't yeah. it just called a if ball? It, yes. It's not called a free ball. Okay. So okay, hold on. Yeah. D- baseball. Yeah. If the pitcher throws it and it's in the strike zone, or the batter yeah. swings and doesn't hit it, it's yeah, a strike. Yeah, yeah. Okay fouls and stuff right uh if it's out of the strike zone and he doesn't swing it's a ball if you get four balls you walk i mean you get to advance yeah. one base and if so when you get fire on that base they also get to advance okay so four four balls is just a, a, wa- a, a walk in. that's just two dudes <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> too too quick four four balls is a walk not <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. a walk. All right. Well, uh, surely we'll, we'll get. You, you, we'll either get two walks um, or or a hit somewhere in there, or or okay, three next out. Week we uh, next week or three we'll out. Teach Denali what a grounder is. Well, with that, I we hope you guys will in, uh will join us. We hope you guys will join us next we next week do, with our review of holidays uh, to close out gbgb season four um and of course after season four episode 10 we have our coveted state of the podcast episode this will be state of the podcast for um our long-awaited special where we decide the fate of i can't believe i'm saying this season five of our show what 10 movies we'll be watching next but first let's close this one out strong um we hope you guys are are, are enjoying your new years that's yeah. about when this will this will come out, right, you guys? It's uh, yeah. Hope you guys will will uh, you know, have a have a good 2022. For those of you who are, if this is the first thing you're doing of the year, uh, we appreciate that. If it's if it's 1201 on on New Year's and you're listening in, uh, just uh, shout out, shout out to to. to <laughs> thank just, you, thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, you know, thank there's, you. There's no just, if there is. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, jace do you want to do you want to give our uh, social medias yeah um <clears throat> you can find us on instagram at good boys gone band good boys <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our music page jace be careful that's not Skibbity out yet Goodbye's <laughs> that's our scat group <laughs> you can find us on instagram at good boys gone bland podcast you can find us on twitter at GBGB podcast. <laughs> we have a, a TikTok with one um, or two videos. Uh, Good Boys Gone Bland. I liked one. I liked one of them. Oh, oh thanks, Jace. Um, we got a like. And you know, you can find us. You and anyone else who's listening can find us pretty much anywhere. 
podcast can be I found. I say you and anyone else who's listening. Yeah, like as in, it could be. We're gonna yeah. next. We're gonna tell them to tell somebody about us, and I want oh. the listener to know that beyond Podbean, Apple, mm-hmm. Spotify, you can find us on some weird sites. If you just Google YouTube, 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 sometimes yeah, That's YouTube a weird has site. Yeah, YouTube's weird, guys. No dislikes anymore, so we can post whatever we want. We're posting all of our episodes with the, now that the dislike button's gone. Our next episode is going to be titled How to Fix 2005 GMC Envoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, shoot, us a, uh, shoot us a review. As always. Find it in your hearts. As always. Um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe make it your New Year's resolution to tell 100 people about our show. Wow. <laughs> and subscribe to us on, on their phone after well, well, you yeah, yeah you tell them and then you use ask. their face ID to open their phone. Yeah, open their phone. Go to yeah. Apple. And um do you guys want to maybe give our audience like a New Year's resolution just to, oh, to sign off audience? on? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, like we can we can manifest one together. So uh, Brian, do you want to start? Yeah. Um go flex your greenhouse on your neighbors when they harm yeah harm 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 ball plants yes uh, that's something that is something yeah if your neighbors have plants that they kill flex your greenhouse on them yeah maybe teach them something that's that's pretty good you know plants liven up a space so 